Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to episode 503 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. You're both of them. <laughs> both of these cats. <laughs> no, I'm just is that, Glenn. Is, is that what you meant to do then, or did you just... Yeah. <laughs> jumped in and fucked up. No, no. No, no. Yeah, we are, we are one down tonight. Yeah. Uh, Fallen soldier. I don't know. Family. Family. Uh, a family health incident that requires stepdad's yeah. attention. It's probably not that, but that's the excuse we've been given. That's that's what that's what the Texas said. Yeah, we're getting the te- we're getting Texas. Yeah, and uh, you know that's what it said. That's what it said. So. I, don't, I don't believe it. I don't have an ounce of trust for the man. Um, yeah, but well, you know, he's firstly, not here. I'd, he's not here. Firstly, I'd just like to confirm that you are mostly the microphone is mostly in front of your fucking mouth. <laughs> I knew. I knew that the context of our conversation before we hit record would change dramatically. Post hitting record, and here we are. I don't know how we get. I don't, I don't know how to segue into the context of our our pre-recording conversation, though. It was hilarious, but yeah, I know. But I just, I just, I just don't know. I, the I, bit I, where I, I said my microphone was actually that close to in, your face, that close to my face, and in front of my face, that I smacked the fuck out of my hand on the frame when I went to scratch my cheek during that very recording, and the whinging motherfuckers. Let me just let me just point something out, right? People are actually whinging about some some audio being out the five hundred and first time that they've listened to this show. Plenty of them, right? That means you've listened to me. I don't know, give or take two hundred and fifty times. Yeah, I three hundred um, times, probably more. I actually did. I I, I went back and and Nathan, uh, and, don't, I, and I don't, the file. Don't do it. No, I went back and opened the file up. And listen to it, and there was no, there, there was certainly no syncing issues. So I blame that on the host, maybe re-download it or something. Yeah, because it definitely it, that that you you were definitely not out of sync. Let me just say, you made me look quite. Complain. I remember because like when I when I imagined back to the episode, I did think, "Fuck!" I saw a lot of Glennie's face now that they mention it, which means that the microphone wasn't hiding your face and it wasn't in front of you, right? Yeah, so is now, this, now, this is what I'm you, supposed to be doing. Oh, your sound's going to be fucking absolutely crystal clear, beautiful. Can't if you do that, well, I know one bloke that won't uh, won't carry on. It's Oscar season, so he's, he feels all important. His chest puffed out, and he feels like he's part of the universe. But anyway, well, I mean, like a film that he worked a substantial amount on was nominated for. Yeah, you, the, the sound, you the sound say award. work. And Is it really work? <laughs> he doesn't leave his house, and he turns a few knobs. It's like no, he, he may as well. Yeah, he, he may as well be. House. He could like he's two degrees from a he professional to, microwave operator. Oh. That's he has the to bit, go. Really, he has to go. He had to. He had to do that. He had to mix that fucking Fox Studios, man. He told. He do to you know how far that is from his house? And the studio yeah. that he was working on a project over Christmas, he walked to, and he doesn't yeah. walk anywhere. You know how he, his mode of transport is his mobile rubbish dump. <laughs> he doesn't walk anywhere, so that's how close it was. Um, See, rather but, than a cunt, know, I would decide. I would just say that our good mate Sam, congratulations, your good mate Sam. Well, okay, my good mate Sam. Congratulations for for your work being up for an Oscar. Why did you put and air quotes? Why did, do you have air quotes? I don't have air quotes. I, I don't. I I am not a coward. I don't put air quotes around things. I stand by what I say. You put air quotes around your fucking Tigers thirteen plus all the time, and <laughs> and you know fucking ushering in the new generation of attacking rugby league, all that shit. No. I've never never air quoted in my life. That's actual factual. I actually believe that shit. That's the saddest part of all. <laughs> but that um, pretty fucking sad. Look in context. I just want to say that you know everything that people say about 
the recording or the quality of the audio or anything I have to say across you know my share of the 502 episodes, it's all taken on board. I respect your feedback, and I would, you know, if I was so inclined, if any of them actually put out their own podcast and I actually listened to it, which I wouldn't, I would definitely give feedback as well. But you know, you don't, and I wouldn't. So shut up and keep listening to me. Pretty arrogant, buddy. Huh? I was going to say, pretty yeah. arrogant. Yeah. I expect that'd be something fucking Jay would say. Yeah, well, <laughs> motherfuckers that don't understand their place want to keep running at me so they can keep getting smacked back in their run. box. They, well, yeah, they can I keep guess getting they smacked back in their box. In their See, box me, where they twiddle fucking knobs. For me, when I hear that sort of stuff, I just go, well... Let me just fucking do, do a quick run through and let's see if it's actually a thing. And then, and then I was like, oh, no, it's not. Yeah. That's all right. And if Glenn's quiet, I mean, you know, well, fuck. It's not like you got much to say anyway, right? I'm just just a little bit quiet. <laughs> just a shy, unassuming type. You know me. Yeah. And you, and I mean, let's face it. Do you really think that he was speaking like right out of the fucking middle of his chest after <laughs> the way the Tigers <laughs> played on Sunday? <laughs> really? I'll be honest with you. you. Motherfuckers are lucky I'm not curled up under this fucking desk and you're, you're having to do audio gymnastics trying to get some sound to fucking work. How dare you? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Here I am, front and center. <laughs> we're we're lucky you didn't fucking you didn't go to go to bed with you go to the bath with your fucking with your radio or something. <laughs> <laughs> twiddling the knobs on my microwave while I had yeah. a bath. How good? Twiddling the twiddling the 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 knobs on your final bath bomb. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, um, news wise, this week there's only one thing that dropped that popped out to me, and I think it was because it was today or. This morning when it came out, and um, that the NRL has announced a mandatory eleven day stand down period for concussed players. So uh, guidelines that are similar to those implemented by the AFL and Super League, and finally, and this is probably on the back of I think it was AFL had like a sixty player class action mm. commenced uh, over the last week, and so this is the the you know another step forward in the way that the NRL deals with head injuries. And um, basically, what are the requirements going to be? You can get, you can apply for an exemption to the 11-day stand-down period if there are exceptional circumstances. I imagine that's in clubs ravaged by injury, but there are guidelines wrapped around that which say that uh, players can't have had uh, Category 1 signs. And Category 1 signs... Uh, or symptoms include a player losing consciousness, showing balance disturbance, suffering impact seizures, or taking no protective actions when falling. Now, that is the very, very rare cases, I'd say. We don't see those very often. No. Like where the guy's just like going down like a fucking tree. Um, But yeah, they need other things as well. Although, um, balance disturbance is if guys get up and stumble for a couple of steps, then you see that a bit. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say a bit, right? I mean, like, you know, we see, we saw fucking Tua Tungavola doing fucking in the NFL. <laughs> and, I mean, that guy's obviously the poster child for, for you know, CTE. World, for worldwide <laughs> concussion, mm. effects of concussion, yeah. But, um, yeah, look, I say until it affects my club, it's a fucking great move. And, uh, and look, it is going it, to... It's at, at the end of the day, at the moment... Generally, I think, I mean, and this is just anecdotal, but I mean, generally it feels like players who leave the game and don't return following an HIA generally don't play the next week. Mm. Generally don't play the next week, right? Yeah. So this is a similar sort of situation because although the, the, the ban is 11 days, I saw on Twitter the Rugby League eye test account. They immediate the knee-jerk reaction was people saying, oh, 11 days, that means, you know, depending on the draw, a player could miss two games. And in this year's draw, there's only three instances this season <laughs> where, where a player teams are playing two games in 11 days, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you have to, you, you know, it'd have to be like a, you know, you'd have to be playing like a Sunday to a su- Sunday and then, and then Thursday. Uh, you know, Thursday the following week sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So it's... um. Yeah, it's not a. Uh, that's not a uh, concern, or not a. You know, certainly a very, 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 very minor one. But um, look, it's good. I mean, the NRL obviously can. You know, they can feel the way the the, the winds are blowing as well. And I mean, they're still going to get the hang on a class sec. action. Eleven days. Yeah. So, 
like the Tigers all played like they were concussed on Sunday. Right. Seven days they play the following Sunday. That's seven days. Yes, that's one game missed. Oh, okay. So then, they have the to be second game. The, yeah. So okay, yeah, the second game would games. have to be on. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's. And even if you think about it, so you go, you go, you go through to the next Sunday. That's another seven days. Monday, yeah. Tuesday, so it would Wednesday, have to be, Thursday, have to Thursday play the Sunday and then yeah, and then the yeah, yeah miss, miss, play whatever the day Sunday and then, the, and then yeah. the Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if it was the Thursday, the Thursday is the eleventh day anyway. So it's it's that fucking close to being yeah. zero potential. And there's chances. and what'd you say? Three instances of it. Anyway. <coughs> there's three. Yeah, yeah, there's three instances. The Newcastle so that applied to Newcastle in any way, shape, or form because I think they're probably the most at risk. And the Roosters and yeah, the Roosters. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean... The, Kiri, the, the Kiri and Radley in particular. Yeah. And, like, Kiri seems... Kiri seems I mean, yeah, touch wood, he's actually been okay since he had... Yeah, but it only long, takes another one, break. right? Then back to yeah, yeah, one, that's so. right. I mean, I mean for, for me, Ponga is... A, Radley's the biggest issue in, in the Roosters at the moment because... I think Radley yeah. is, is a big issue, A, because of the concussions, but B, because of the reckless nature which he plays the game. Yeah, between so concussions... more in risk. Between, but, yeah, between concussions and suspensions, though... Yeah. I mean, if he plays fucking quarter of the season, yeah, they they, they, you know, they, they consider they, a value for money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But obviously, the primary concern at the moment is probably Ponga, the way mm. that he's going out with incidental contact, in incidental, yeah, contact, yeah, and uh, and 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 it's not just like where it gives him a, you know, he has an HIA. It's like incidental contact. Oh, you're gone. Mm. So, yes, but uh, yeah, look, you know, good moves and look, you know, the day is coming, and it'll probably happen while we're still doing the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, where a class action is launched. Mm. Do you regarding... do you honestly do, do you give the NRL the benefit of the doubt that they are genuinely their first priority when they think okay we need to do something about this because player welfare or because litigious <laughs> player welfare to to try and develop a pattern of caring for player welfare yeah. that will serve them well in upcoming <laughs> absolutely inevitable. Exactly. Legal situations. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's an, it's inevitable because the thing is, it's not it's not these guys. It's not the guy that plays. He makes his debut next week mm. under an eleven day mandatory sit down. That's that's the legal problem for them. It's like fucking dudes in the in the seventies like just yeah. bashing the shit out of each other. Well, you know, you know, what I mean, it's like it's it's going to be old guy. You know, old older guys trying to have a go. And I guess the NRL is the NRL, and you know, potentially. Only liable to, oh, well, that's the thing. What 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 happens with that too? With the what happens with everything before like two thousand ninety nine? Oh, there they're forgotten. Yeah, and everyone goes, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it happened in rugby league, but I mean, it didn't happen under that. Not on our watch. The forgotten labourers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a professional league now. Sorry, you were semi-professional yeah. back then. This does not yeah. apply. Yeah, you could have slipped over on the fucking floor of the greengrocers <laughs> where you worked. <laughs> And got swung in the head with a carcass when you were a butcher, and exactly. um, yeah, yeah, um, and no doubt, you know, I'm sure the Fox Fox League people are saying completely different things that we're saying right now, and are oh. just uh, probably menstruating over all the games that people are going to miss and how it's going to oh. cost it. It's going to cost the team a grand final. It's going to cost the team an origin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, if they can actually take a breath from shitting all over the Tigers for the last couple of days. Fucking dead. Fuck, they're finding... They, they, are, they are finding cracks that, you know, probably aren't even cracks. Nah. But they find them. Yeah. Fucking hell. Are they? Anyway, yeah. good times. West Tigers sell Tigers. West Tigers clickbait. Yeah. They get they get podcast downloads too, let me tell you. Yeah. Yep, you're welcome. It. You're welcome. What'd you do? Huh? You're not Justin Pascoe. <laughs> I was talking about this podcast. People come to fucking shit all over me, Nathan, because I'm the resident Tigers fan, you know? Yeah, Lucky. but I mean, people listening is a passive activity. They're not shitting over you. Yeah, I don't know. Just by listening. Go back and, go back and read some of the comments, but it's just that people that listen then feel like they participate. If people listening, If people listening to the podcast... If that if that means that they, they classify as actively shitting on you... No, not the that's not the like, mere act of listening. I, I was I was, was going to say it's that the means actions that, you know, that follow that after means people listening. That, you know, 
Those people that people that drive BMWs were actively throwing Jews in the oven. <laughs> like it's a very it's a very fucking not for the first time in the last forty years. You've completely missed my point. <laughs> it's a long bow to it's a long bow to draw. That's all I'm saying, Glenny. I'm going to fucking reel it in. Stop being anti-Semitic. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. <Well, laughs> why are you trying to get me cancelled, bro? <laughs> right, games. Let's go. This week, Panthers get the bye. Thank God. Oh, fuck. The Panthers all got the bye this week, including fucking stepdad. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Look, oh, yeah, okay. I get, I get it. Because, like, last, you know, I wasn't that engaged last last weekend when the footy was on either. I'll be honest. <laughs> and I mean, it coincided with my kids' birthday. So, I mean, that's, you know, it was good. Yeah. But, um. Still here, though, weren't you? You know, something, yeah. something to be said for that, mate. Oh, well, look, you know, when haven't I been? Glenny. And, look, maybe. True to form, Tyson Gamble hit the news on the weekend, played a bit of first grade, needed to celebrate. Oh, buddy, back end of the dragon costume. Okay. <laughs> we'll see if he takes a feel this week. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, rang, hey, opposite opposite of a string bean. Want to come and do the dragon costume thing again? Don't be a fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, like, look, it's, it's going to be a wholesome. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dub this wholesome round. Because we're not going to have to see those fucking flogs layering it up and As doing they ice do. in their veins and fucking I'm going to get me some heroin and yeah and yeah and just gronking off in the faces of these other players yeah so, and I'll, I'll smoke your drugs even though I'm on antidepressants you know that's what you know that's what Panthers do <laughs> well I mean that's, that's what that's what fucking committed committed people do <laughs> <laughs> at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first game though Mighty Manly Siebes Eagles That wasn't an air quote either Glenn That was me giving you The middle finger As I said it uh, taking It's, it's on the, the fucking oldie, worst thing ye, You've ye ever oldie, come up on Ye oldie enemy The uh, the L's Siebes Eagles Is the worst thing You've ever said Like it's it, There's a lot There's fucking generation Almost of dumb shit You've said on this show That takes hey, the cake Hey Get around him. You get on the get on the fucking bandwagon at the first stop. Oh, get around him. I like to give him a wide berth. Steve fucking yeah. clear. Fuck, get around him. So the Manly side welcome for the first time uh in the regular season. Uh Josh Schuster at in six. And uh that puts uh, Cooper Johns out of the seventeen. Otherwise I think they're pretty much the same. Um where are we there? Yeah. I mean, they're pretty much the same, except they did make that change. They, I think last week, I think they, sorry, in round one, they named Kepi in as Locke and then switched um, Oshay Ole in there before kickoff. This mm-hmm. time they're actually numbered that way. Tom um, Tongs is out. He is because Carl Lawton is in the 21, so he's obviously on the verge of potentially uh, making his return from injury. And uh, I still think we'll see Gordy by origin, but we shall see. Um <clears throat> The eel side. Let me hit refresh on this actually because I just realised that since we've we would have had the um we would have had the cut down now so. And uh, yes, okay. So yeah, Lawton did. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, Lawton did make the cut from uh, down to uh, nineteen, and so he's and uh, so he may get eighteenth man. I don't think he's going to drop in this week, unless it's a very late decision. Um, <clears throat> the eel side, okay. Uh, They've dropped uh, Hayes Dunster, Kai, Kai Rodwell, and Isaac Lumen. Lumen, uh, Jacob Arthur is still in the squad, not in the seventeen though. And uh, yeah, there's a bunch of Eels players who to play the lottery this week of who's going to be the guy, who's going to be the 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 bench forward that doesn't play a minute of, uh, as has been the tradition of the past two games this year. So this one, well, it's good. It's going to be interesting to see uh, how Manly go because. It's not ideal getting a buy straight away. It sort of prevents you from being able to like, uh, you know, amass some momentum and things like that, especially after a really good win in the first week. Um, but the Eels, you know, going against them this round is that they just today announced a, an extension to uh, Brad Arthur. So um, that's probably a negative in their column. And um, another interesting stat, and this is only taken from, you know, half a dozen games, but in games where Josh Schuster plays in the six jersey for Manly, 
they average 34 points a game. Ooh. And so with if that holds true and being the case, that's a reasonable total for the Eels to run down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They, they can score points, but fuck hell. The so defense last 34 week was fucking horrible. against Manly's defense, I, I, you know, I don't see that as, as being a... Um, and that game last week was very defense. That game they had against the Sharks was a very defense optional game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? So um, it's a very soft tries for score there. Um, so look, I'm I'm excited to see how the how the boys back up. I'm excited to see Schuster get his chance and see if he can remain uninjured for 80 minutes of play. Um, very look, comfortably, I, I, very comfortable though, knowing that we've got fucking Cooper Johns waiting in the wings just for his opportunity again. Mm. I, I don't mind. Um... I don't mind the effort that Schuster's obviously made to drop, drop the weight. In yeah, order, he still needs to do another ten, I reckon, for mine. But really, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but he did do, he did do, he did put in work over the off season, and yeah. and and I, and I was impressed with that. Uh, I'm 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 saying Paris going zero and three to start the season. It's a bit cold, though. I mean, like, do you think they're really smart now after losing their first two games? These mm-hmm. guys are you know beating grand finalists, but. That's not the start, and I and I read a stat through the week saying that like the um, whenever Parramatta started the season zero and two, they've won the spoon. <laughs> ha, let's so, do it. so look, you know, I love omens like that, but uh, look, if Manly can keep that the, the the speed of their defensive line, the way they did in round one, and hit hard with that first contact, that was the most impressive thing in the in the first game, and if that's the sort of tone they're going to set in their defence across the season. Then, I mean, with guys like Tommy and Daly in the side, you, and Garrick, yeah, you're gonna, they're gonna score points mm. to some to, to to some level each game. But if the defense is be, you know becomes the feature, then and they and they've sort of you know drummed out all the you know the sort of the passivity that the sliding you know, and the backpedaling Hasler style of defense, then that's yeah, I'm all for it, and I'm mainly by fifty. <laughs> I don't know about 50, but I expect Manly to win. Next up, Friday early game, Newcastle Knights take on the Dolphins. The first uh, the first Dolphins game outside of southeast Queensland. And uh, what a team to do it against. <laughs> Fucking Knights. Uh, Calum Ponga and Jaden Braley are out via concussion. Uh, Tyson Frizzle with his ankle and Jacob Saifidi is suspended. So the halves combination... Well, the impressive combination of uh, Tyson Gamble and Jackson Hastings from you know winning combo from last week. Phoenix Crossland is hooker, and uh, Jack Hetherington starts up front. Brody Jones in the back row. They've got um, who are these guys here? Ryan Rivet. Jesus, I believe he's a nephew of Bob the Builder, <laughs> and Dylan Lucas, <laughs> a name to debut off the bench. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I mean, he just sounds like a fucking kid show character, right? Rusty, Rusty Rivets. Well, he could have been Rusty Rivets, but that's, Rusty. that's probably his brother. He's Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Rusty, all, Rusty went are, into uh, you know being an animated star, and Ryan as uh, <laughs> warming the bench for the worst, one of the worst teams in the NRL. Yeah, I guess, you know. Rusty's Rusty's mum and dad's favourite for sure. <laughs> now the Dolphins, they uh, they've got uh, their hooker Jeremy Marshall King has been suspended, so that's going to bring Cody Nicarima into the side, and um, Ray Stone he returns on the bench, replacing Mason Teague. This I believe is is this the first game that the I don't think that the Dolphins were favourites for either of those first two games. Certainly not the first game against the Roosters. But I don't think they went into the game last week against the Raiders as favourites either. Mm. So um, this is the first game, I think, where they're going as favourites. The money at the moment, they've actually come in since <laughs> we were talking about it the other night too. Uh, $1.55 for the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, so, look, Dolphins on the road is, is something they're going to have to show. But there's no better no better team to play when you're on the road than a, a fairly humbled Knights side with with no Ponga, no Braley as big outs for them. Oh, Jacob um, Saifidi as well. I mean, whether mm. whether the strength of the strength of the the Dolphins so far has been through you know an experienced forward pack, and I think that an experienced forward pack against a team that doesn't have a hooker, doesn't have a Ponga, and doesn't have one of their best props, 
Yeah, you know, I like their chances. Yeah, look, Marshall King being out is is big for the Dolphins, but I think um, whilst Nicarima would be a different style, um, I think he's probably going to be a bit quicker out of dummy half than, than Marshall King. So um, I'm going to tip the Dolphins to start their first ever them. season 3-0. That's, that's fucking yeah. How fucking great. And uh, come magic round, anyone anyone wants a, a, a tour up in Redcliffe, and I'll take you down to Peninsula Fair. We'll go to Coles first, and uh, get yourself a jam sponge roll, and then I'll and I'll give you I'll take you straight to the, to, the straight to the cubicle, and uh, give you and give you some fucking you know thirty forty seconds of privacy with said sponge roll. So uh, I mean that's that's you know patreon.com forward slash tool nation if you're interested in that <laughs> the roosters take on the rabbitos ravaged roosters with injury uh, but they Not do as welcome back as the cold sponge cakes come round 10 uh, if, they, if they go 10 and 0 oh. Coles will have to start capping them to one per visit one per oh. customer oh, um <laughs> Uh, so letters and uh, and Victor Radley return for the Roosters and fuck me they needed some troops didn't, didn't they? they? Um, so Baker drops to the bench White out of the seventeen the Rabbitoh side Totola returns uh, Moale goes to the bench to look for feeders out of the seventeen and uh, Sele returns from injury on the bench. I think the way these sides going at the moment I would say say that the Rabbitohs yeah despite that loss to the Panthers um. Look, I think, you know, they didn't get absolutely blown out against the Panthers, even though, you know, the Panthers are their bogey side. But, um, yeah, but there's a lot, and, there's, and there's just a lot to, like, the video session would have revealed, I think, it would have been instructive to, on the Rabbitoh side. Mm. Just to say, listen, look, look at how close this game ended up being. You probably needed five more minutes and you're a real chance at tying it up. And but look at everything you fucking did, in terms of discipline, and I'm looking at you, Cody Walker. Just dumb shit that cost them possession, cost them momentum, cost them their opportunities. Mm. Tidy that up, and I think they can um, they can yeah, really put it on the Roosters. I think I think the Bunnies will be way too strong. Roosters are in uh, disarray at the moment. Yes. And while I do think that uh, it is a welcome return for Jared Maria Hargraves, Radley, also yes, but, you know, like the Cody Walker on the other side, Radley can go either way sometimes. Yep. yep. And uh, you don't know what you're going to get. Exactly right. The Gold Coast Titans take on the Melbourne Storm down there at Hope Solo Coliseum in Rabina. Brian Kelly suspended. Sorry, he was suspended. Now he's back in the centres. So that pushes Philip Sami to the wing and Jojo Fafida out of the side. And I've seen some Titans fans on social media absolutely spewing about that. Verrills is out. So Randall is the new hooker. And uh, Joe Vuna and uh, I guess, was this Tino's Tino's younger brother, Isaac? Joining the bench, Sam McIntyre out of 17. How do you know they're related? Because I've only ever heard of two people with Fasua Malawi as their fucking surname. Fair. And uh, <laughs> just, just a question, mate. It's not meant to get offensive. Oh no, I'm not getting offensive. I'm just, I'm just saying. Go and fucking show me, show me anyone else called that. <laughs> <laughs> the Storm, Olam, Coates, and Kamakamika all return. Tarek Sims is going to make his debut in the 16. Uh, Big Nelson out for up to two months. Anderson, Tonomapea, and Bradley are all out, and I would say say that is uh, performance punishment. Yeah. Rather than so, oh, still you know, were, were Melbourne were Melbourne that bad last week against the Bulldogs that you give a, give the Titans a chance in this game? No, no okay. fucking way, because the Titans weren't good. Titans no. got their fucking Titans got fucking worked by the Dragons. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. But Ben Hunt and his and his fucking sixteen criminal mates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think Jerome Hughes alone like this. Again, I'll say it again. There's some plotters. There's some plotters in that Melbourne side. 
Um, look, the next man, you want to look at the next man up situation of the storm when a guy like Tui Kamikamika is like a starting prop. Yeah. Remember the days when he was, he'd struggle to be the benchy. I just, yeah. yeah. I remember the days when he was now in a Drew stunt double. Um, but he's got no place being a starting fucking prop for the Melbourne Storm. Uh, I still think Melbourne. I, I, I actually don't think they'll blow them out though. No, I don't think they'll blow them out because I don't think I don't think Melbourne are built with that. I don't think they're built to blow. No, not like as they stand right now in week three. I don't think they're blowing people out. Yeah, Um, but yeah, Melbourne one to twelve. Yeah, I would agree. The uh, they're you know heavy favourites, but uh, reputation alone. Not that kind of one dollar to four dollar situation, but um, but you know they're they're comfortable favourites. The North Queensland Cowboys take on the Warriors on Saturday afternoon at 5.30pm up at the Abattoir Cowboys side. Uh, lost a couple of guys through suspension, Peter Hiku and Scott Drinkwater. So uh, Thomas Chester is the fill-in fullback. Jesus. And, uh, Did he fucking... win a competition or something? Yeah, oh. a little pa- pass the ball down. At the... <laughs> Congratulations, Tom. And, You're uh, our starting fullback next week. The old, the old Rex Mossop fucking you know, send the ball through the hole in the, oh. in the thing. <laughs> and um, and here's a name that I've not heard for a long time. He's uh, he's back, the, Tur- the Turkish samurai. <laughs> Gemart Shibasaki returns. I didn't know he was still in the... I honestly did not know he was still in the game. You could, yeah. So, Knock me over with a feather. So the depth of the depth of the Cowboys worries me somewhat because you know Brendan Elliott's there in the nineteen and you know you, I mean he was fairly versatile, you know backline player, and yes it is probably about five years since he was deputising in a couple of slots there for Manly, but I mean you know I've got a yeah I've got a soft spot for him, but um yeah Shibasaki I and, and I do remember I do remember the way he his last time in the game ended. He is absolute shit. He was just playing at the Knights, wasn't he? Yeah. Last, yeah, last he was, time? He yeah. was really bad. Yeah. Uh, the Warriors side. so bad that yeah. they were playing the Tigers and the Tigers latched onto the game plan of kick it to Shibasaki and it won yeah. them the game. Wow. Because he was fucking atrocious. Wow. Hilarious. And with them winning, with them winning the game, obviously that means that Brooksy wasn't in seven for that one. <laughs> exactly. Uh Unfortunately, this is um, quite quite a revelation, but Shibasaki is still the second worst player in the game behind Kurt Mann. That's one of your weirder agendas, I've got to say. Yeah. Which which is the which is the one you most get behind the, the McIntyre one? Oh, surely that's got to be the most obvious of my Getting agendas. Behind- the one the one you most you can understand the most. Like, yeah, I get, I get that. That McIntyre is a piece of shit. Well, I mean, you don't, you're not, I mean, you're not on him about being a piece of shit. Well, a piece of shit as a comedian, yeah. Like. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Well, look, I don't get behind any or any of those things because I don't have fucking hate in my heart for the, for, for mankind. You're the most hateful person I've ever encountered in my 45 years on this planet. And that's I dare something. say, I dare say that, that there are listeners who are in the middle of their 503rd listen yeah. to me. Multiplied by on average two hours, let's say. Okay, that's this, a lot. Of- he, you you just positioning yourself as the second biggest grifter on this show. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, there are people who've listened listened to me for thousands of hours, thousands. Those poor bastards. And they and they know that what you're saying right now is fucking bullshit. They know what you want. I don't have hate, Mike. I don't have the type of personality you are. As a sociopath. That's true. That's <laughs> actually true. <laughs> but see, see the honesty. I admit it. <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do about it? What the fuck are you going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come down the fucking mountain. We'll fucking see. We'll see you the sociopath. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we fucking go. I've had to deal with this enough. I've dealt with this enough times for you to realise you're not on my level. I'll knock you the fuck out. Oh on. fuck! I'm fucking going up to Toowoomba at the end of April. Can't we'll yeah, fucking see. Fucking bring it on! You yeah, know, tipping, tipping, tipping cattle. <laughs> up there. You're going to go to the Empire Theatre. You're going to watch Jimmy Carr. And you're going to fuck off back down the hill. Is what you're going to do? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm going to stay at the fucking whatever the fucking place is. Was it like Birkin Wheels? Birkin Wheels. Yeah. Yeah. One of the one of the places. Yeah. Actually, a nice place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. 
I bet it's the nicest place in Toowoomba, but we'll see if it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's yeah. like MMA hot, first normal hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> MMA tens are like real life three, real life fives with with bruised faces and bent noses. Um, okay, so with um, Charles Nickel Clockstar uh, missing the game for a concussion, we have uh, Tuapiki debuting at fullback for the Warriors. Jackson Ford is out as well, concussion again. And so uh, Bunty Ofoa will start, and Sirenin, Bailey Sirenin joins the interchange in uh, 16. Look, I'm, I'm going to have to say the Cowboys only because I think it's great that a young kid has gone to a local Townsville fucking rodeo, gone up Sideshow Alley, thrown a basketball into a hoop, and instead of giving him a fucking stuffed toy, they said, here's, your first, here's a first-grade debut for you, mate. Congratulations. <laughs> You're a, everyone's a winner. You get to play for the Cowboys this week. Uh, Tom now, Chester, get yeah, behind now, him. Now, like the Cowboys, again, like similar to, to what I said about Souths, their video session would have been fucking brutal just in terms of everything you could highlight, the, the brutal consequences of just ill-discipline. That's all it was. Ill-discipline, denying themselves possession, denying themselves, you know, even numbers on the field, which cost them a try, which ultimately was probably, you know, really the difference in the game. Like that last that last try was, you know, the the nofferous try ever. I mean, that was after the Cowboys were going all out, you know. Um, So, yeah, I think the Cowboys, I expect them at home, I expect them to bounce back strongly. And the Warriors, I mean, there was there was the emotion. Hate, I didn't hate the Warriors last week. I can't remember who they played. Who they played last week? Roosters. Yeah, but you know, that was there to be won. It wasn't until the, it wasn't you know that, that they were in that game for what sixty seventy minutes. Yeah, you know, and they and when it came down to the crunch, guys like yeah, you know, Sean Johnson couldn't get it done. Jesus, Cowboys are fucking light on the bench. James Tamau, Jake Greenwell yeah, and James Tamau, are they both, like, that's the two oldest players in the comp and they're both on the same interchange bench from the same team. Fucking dead. Were you wow. surprised that James Tamau got another go? Yes. I was fucking stunned. I thought it's, he was going to... Sentiment, it had to be sentiment alone, surely, from his, his time at the Cowboys previous. So... Like I can guess, I can I can get why he might want to do that, but I mean, why would the club want to do that? It's, that's yeah, like all of the like all the young forward talent that they unearthed in a single season. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know. Anyway, um, Cowboys are going to win well. Yeah, I, well, if this was in New Zealand, plus. I'd tip the Warriors, but I don't think they can get it done. Fuck off! Own. What? No, really? Listen, I'm told in my opinion. It's really right, but I'll fucking I'm entitled to it. Can I dip the tiger opinions, to win? Opinions, opinions, hang on a second. Opinions, opinions are like years, assholes. Hey, Fourteen please. years straight, I've tipped the tigers to win, and now you want yeah. to have a crack at me for saying if this game was played somewhere where it's not being played, I would tip the other team. Yeah, because I know I know I let the tigers stuff go through because you you go for the tigers, and so you're going to say dumb shit. But this is a this is a this is a game where you're approaching it as a neutral. Mm. And you're still saying dumb shit. So what's the overriding factor in my brain? Like tigers or saying dumb shit? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. based on this. Well, I had a diagnosis, but now I'm having to rethink it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like house. The first, <laughs> the first diagnosis was <laughs> that you're biased, you're biased towards the tigers. But now, after running additional tests, you decide you're just fucking retarded. <laughs> oh, apparently you're not allowed to say that, Nathan. No, I'll say the fuck that. I want. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> you're my boss. Huh? But anyway, you, yeah. No, sorry. You're right, Glenn. It was your opinion, and you're entitled to your opinion. Because as I say, opinions are like assholes. You are one. You have a, you have a massive one. <laughs> a massive fucking stupid one. Now. <laughs> <laughs> the Broncos. Oh. I was fucking sorry, clenched I was, a little bit. I'm sorry, Glee. I was having too much fun. <laughs> I was clenched a little bit. I was like, hey, that's, that's hurtful. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I just feel, I just, I feel like I've got to be more of a cunt because the other one's not here. <laughs> <laughs> 
why. <laughs> You've been doing this to me longer and it actually, you know, I actually have respect for you, so it actually cuts a little deeper. So <laughs> you don't have to be more. <laughs> you can just be the same as you've always been. <laughs> okay, Broncos take on the uh, Dragons. Suncorp Stadium, Saturday <laughs> night in front of what is no doubt going to be another big crowd, 40 plus thousand, I would say, mm. because uh, they come when they're winning. <laughs> yeah, you sure do. Um, do I, look, how much do you want to say about this game? Look, Dragons surprising, like, that's, you know, surprisingly good last week. So good. So good, Nathan, that Aaron Woods. <laughs> It's come back into the squad. Well, he's in in Jersey twenty two though, that's and that's and that's close a sign enough. of the times. Close that's enough. A, that's a sign. Yeah, but he's in a lower Jersey number than the guy that climbed up on a roof and tried to hit a guy with a fucking hammer. <laughs> so, such as the esteem, the lack of esteem that Aaron Woods is held in, he's got less chance of getting on the field than fucking MC Hammer over here now. Because they said, you know what, we'll put this in order of people more likely to inflict harm on other human beings. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Woods. Like the counterpoint no to the Dragons good win was that they were playing a shit team. Which is which they were. Broncos have been travelling very well. Obviously they're gonna miss Corey Oates. Yeah, you know, to a degree. But I think if 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 Reese Walsh can continue to chime in on the back line Suck some players in, release her, uh, release um, Farnworth. If you get Ezra Mam continues with his great form and just fucking pushing through, chasing everything, I think the Broncos will dispatch them easily. I agree. Thirty something to not much. I, I think they'll dispatch them easily, even if Bruce Walsh doesn't do that. So, um, really. I think their attack's pretty. Where's they're, this is the thing? Like, where's their attack coming from? If not that, that seems I, I that seems to see, be the blueprint for for how they're going to sing as a as an attacking side this year. I don't see the dragons stopping the roll through the middle. Um, the only the, 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 there's there's a factor for the Broncos that's more likely to stop the roll through the middle, and that's Billy Walters. I was going to um, say Marty Tapao. No, that also a factor. Um, the sooner Corey Pakes is starting nine for the Broncos, and I, I've not rated Corey Pakes at all, um, which says a lot about how little rating. I thought I, have Bill, I thought, I thought I thought Billy Walters was actually pretty good, particularly in the second half. Mm, yeah, drinking that Kool Aid that's served by Kevin Walters. I wouldn't drink shit to that man off of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, saying, I'm just saying because, and the reason why I'm saying it is because, like, I was fucking shocked and stunned and amazed. So I was like, I tell things were happening, and it was Billy and Billy Walters was the fucking, he was the the spark yeah. of it. The thing was, you didn't get to see Billy Walters under fatigue. Billy Walters so, is like so what you're girl, saying is the little great girl coaching. with the little curl. When he's when he's good, he's probably okay. But fuck. When he's under fatigue and he's made to make back to back to back efforts, don't like it. It's danger. But who 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 better to know his limitations? Yeah, he's than, one of those dads. Than, than he's, dad. he's one of those dads that's like, no, nah, mate, nine future future Australian number nine. Future Australian number nine, Billy. You could represent not just our family but your country. He's that dad. It would be dis- it would it would be disappointing though with a couple of a couple of Australian hookers in the in the family. Yeah. Carry on and uh, carry on our legacy. Billy yeah, probably I mean, doesn't even want to play nine. He's just been forced to play nine. I don't know what his position is. Probably lock, um, but he's certainly not. He played at five eight. The Tigers, fuck yeah, that was woeful. Yeah, I don't um, know if he's big enough to be a lock either though. Well, I don't know that he's good enough defender to be a nine. Where do you put yeah. him? Fourteen. Well, look, let's just agree that he's that you know when when he when he goes to Christmas dinner and all the uncles are around, he's extremely. They call disappointing. him. They call him Jacob Arthur just to take the piss out of him. Yeah, he's he's, extre- <laughs> he's extremely disappointing, and he definitely can't go rock back to like you know the the family occasions and and strut around nah. like uh, like Cooper Johns can, knowing that he's the best player in the family. Um, doggies take on the West Tigers, Belmore. 
the, the Canterbury side, uh, they're carrying the same 17 as last time. Uh, Tigers. Okay, here we go. Charlie Staines has fulfilled his destiny, shifting to fullback with Dane Laurie unavailable due to a knee injury. Mm-hmm. That's surprising. I thought he had broken hands. Um, Tommy Talau is out with a concussion. Oh, Star-Lord's back in the centres. Bloor returns in the back row. And your mate, Icy Pyle, is back. The man. Starting in 13 too. Offhand Goway goes to the bench for his 50th game. Safarth out of the 17. His 50th for the Tigers. 50th club game. That wouldn't be the Tigers. That'd be total, right? He only had he only had he started at the Broncos and almost immediately went down to you guys, right? He was only at you last year, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So he so. Oh, the, okay. So the, he only the, played the, a the, season the, at the Broncos. So, well, I mean, if, if this is his fiftieth game, I mean, that means roughly. Yeah. He would have played like you know twenty something before the Tigers, right? I, f- I felt like he was at the Broncos a lot longer than that, but anyway, maybe. maybe. Well, maybe he left. Maybe he wasn't getting fucking. <laughs> The game time he wanted, which is why he decided to commit career suicide. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Papa Lee is suspended. Yes. Brandon Wakeham replaces Jake Simkin on the bench. Couple of casualties. Sheenius. Putting his foot down. Shuffling the deck chairs. On the boat towards revolutionising rugby league. Um, it takes doggies, time. D- doggies travelling super well. Oh, they played and, fucking. Uh, they they played well last week. Yeah, travelling yeah. super well. They got fucking belted by Manly, mate. There's no shame in being beaten by the best, or, right? Or by Manly, apparently, as it turns out. Um, look, I, I expect Tigers to humble the Bulldogs um, to a degree where they they're put back in their rightful place, um, and potential spooners. Does the fact that um, that offhand Goway has a milestone game, does that then mean that the Tigers can't possibly win? Look, it's always it's always a concern, um, and I hate how they bring positive things up about players, whether it's a milestone game or they've just had a child or fucking just signed a new contract or or, um, or a player on the opposition has been out for seven years in a coma and this is his first game back and just happens to be playing the Tigers and gets me into the match and, and kills it. And the the amount of those sort of stories, fucking make you cry. Um, look, the path to a revol- revolutionised game, it's... It's a dangerous path. It's many, uh, many obstacles, many broken, cracked parts of the path where you could fall over and break something. Tigers are just doing the NRL a favour and trudging along that path. And sure, they've taken some hits so far this season, not only in the media but also on the scoreboards. Took two weeks in a row, but there comes a time where a team looks in into the sky and sees bright, shiny light and they realise that that's their destiny. And that'll happen on Sunday for the Tigers as they beat the Bulldogs by 30-plus. Would you say that losing... Would you say that getting two games to start the season at Leichhardt back-to-back... It's a cur- curse. It's fucking curse. It should have been a catapult. To guarantee you didn't get the spoon. No, but that's four points. this is what people that know nothing about rugby league would say. Right, but, you know, Educate the eighth me. wonder, uh, spiritual home. I wish it was called the ninth wonder. It should be. It should be called that. It just would be so fucking perfect. I feel like it's better than it's. It's something that you've come up with that is far better than mainly wearing your Seabs Eagles. Oh, the Seabs Eagles. How um, are they? Hashtag Seabs Eagles. So, you know, when you talk about spiritual homes, I, I love the idea of the Tigers going to someone else's, someone else's spiritual home and giving them a fucking trouncing. I love that idea. How are the turntables? Conversely. You're entitled to your opinion, Nathan? Yep, I know. Because opinions are like arseholes. 
You are. One. I was just. I was just going to say something. I don't know. If, I don't. I, I don't know if I should have said it. So I'm just not. So I'm not. I'm not going to oh, say wow. it instead. Wow, five hundred and two <laughs> episodes, and here we are. He's, Self- he's, he's had the moral <laughs> compass has swung back to true north. <laughs> All right, so you're baiting me to say it, yeah. and I was just going to say that they're going to go over to Belmore, and they're going to get fucked so hard that the Bulldogs may as well have fucking named uh, members of the Scaff family in one to seventeen. <laughs> that's what, that's what I was going to say. All right, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I got it out of you. I apologize. Oh, and three on everyone's part. Oh, 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 and three. Oh, and three for the Tigers, and consequences are coming. Incidentally, to me or to the Tigers, all of you fucking idiots. Um, no. Wow. <laughs> with the Very with ominous. the yeah, it sounds with, like a, a soundbite that would be played on a documentary made a bit. <laughs> now with with the Tigers, okay. Let's let's say. Obviously, there's pressure because the results, not because the results haven't been there entirely, but also because they've looked like f- fucking clueless in attack, right? But if consequences were to come, what are what are what do those consequences look like? Sure, kill, Sh- like- kill Sheens and and let Benji have it straight away. Kill a lot of them. No, they can't. They, surely they can't get yeah. rid of them. They have to. They have to see it through. We've got four years of this. Of like revolutionising the game, I'm talking about. It's one. It's one year of Sheenius. Is, is it just one year of Sheenius? Two years of Sheenzy. Two years of Sheenzy. Yeah. Then Benji takes over. That's a lot of fucking. That's that's another two years to invest in. Potentially, hey, you, just, you just need to be patient. Just watch. You'll enjoy it when you when the when the Tigers realise their true form, and you you know what? I've supported this game my entire life, and it's never been quite like this. What about in 1999? You've lost me. The Maggie's fucking hopeless. <laughs> Nineteen ninety nine is such a distant memory. Nathan, um, look. When do the Tigers get bad enough that they get kicked out? <laughs> You'd think they would have look, reached that uh, bar I, several I, times. I feel over like that decade. was. I feel like that was three years ago. <laughs> Would there were certain parts of last year where I was debating whether that Tiger side would have beaten the nineteen ninety nine Maggies? <laughs> they wouldn't have last week, I don't think. <laughs> no, I don't no fucking so. way. <laughs> I tell you what, the 1992-93 era Magpies with Stan Presley tearing it up on the wing in four first grade games, or whatever he played. Um, absolutely no chance Tigers are beating them. Those guys because they had heart. Mark Bell on one wing, Stan Presdy on the other, Andrew Leeds at fullback. I mean, the dynamic back three. One was two foot tall, one had a receding hairline, the other one had CTE before anyone knew what CTE was. Um, Tigers, plenty. This is the time where we turn this shit around. Mark my words. I don't think so. I think you have to wait another week before the game starts getting uh, on the path to revolution. Uh, do, you know, to do you know who we got next week? I do not. Who we got next week? Melbourne. In Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne is shit this year. <laughs> not that shit, bro. <laughs> they got flogged by the Bulldogs in Melbourne. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're just saying the Bulldogs are going to flog the Tigers. I'm trying to tell you otherwise. You tell me I'm used to I don't know anything. It's a funny old game, though. Rugby League. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right. I just realised this game's on Sunday, and then so it just keeps the Sunday tradition of shit games up. Uh, anyway, the hopefully ending that, but I don't have a great deal of confidence. The Raiders <laughs> take on the Sharks down there in Canberra. The Raiders side, Trey Mooney on the bench, and uh, Atta Mariotta is out. Otherwise, Danny Levi, Danny Levi is fucking starting. That is the one coaching move of 2023 that does my fucking head in. Yeah. There's no reason for it. Anyway, the Sharkies. Um, Jack Williams replaces Connor Tracy on interchange. Otherwise, same. Look, I like I like the Sharks in this one. Sharks are going to pump them, right? Yeah, I, I expect them to. I don't know, the Raiders sort of lost their way. 
last week against the Dolphins, and I think Parramatta, uh, Parramatta were a far better, um, you know, a test uh, for a side like Cronulla for them to sort of get their attack into gear. And I thought they showed some some really good signs. Kennedy in particular, as I said um, on the review show, but Canberra yeah, at I mean, home, I, Canberra at home yeah. is, um, is a positive. But it's March it's though Canberra. too. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's fucking July when that means something, you know. Look, the thing about Sharks is obviously they haven't got their they haven't hit their final form for the season yet because they don't, they haven't had Nico back. No, it's true. But I think that that like Trindle has shown over over the uh, first couple of weeks that he's a feeling. Like he's he's, he's good he's, enough. Yeah, he's good enough to to plug a hole until Nico comes back, and I think that's he's just doing a job, and that's all they need him to do. Um, which I think is probably why Kennedy's had so many class touches. Um, mm. he's, he's taking some of that heat um, for, in Nico's absence, but I, I can't can't knock Tip Cronulla. No, and I, and I look at the odds for the game, and I'm actually stunned that it's so close. Yeah, like they give it's, it's you know one sixty at the moment. It's one sixty for the Sharks, two thirty five for the Raiders. The Raiders have. Fuck it. I mean, they had a, a good second half in re- in round one, but all of the legs up legs up and advantages that they had against Redcliffe, yeah, last week. A big lead too. They had a two try lead before guys started getting sent to the bin. Exactly, and to to lose that after two guys were sent to the bin. It's fucking unforgivable. unforgivable. And, like, sort out this Starling shit. Like, I don't know if it's, like, an attitude thing. I mean, it's not like Danny Levi is this fucking guy that's known defensive acts. No. Get him on there in the heat of battle to absorb the tough stuff and then let Starling come on and work. It's not, it's like... I'd even have Wolford before Levi. I'm honest. I don't think fucking Levi should be in the fucking squad. Mm. Exactly. And then you can start with fucking Starling and then Wolford can be, you know, 14 or whatever. Yeah. I don't hate that as an idea, but... What, what it was, I, I mean, it was, it was fucking great the times they did it last year. We're not, Ricky. It's not a plan. I can't even remember how to use an OHP anymore. <laughs> used to use one in, in primary school and used to run the fucking the year two assembly with it. Now, mate, couldn't tell you. Can send a texter though. Oh, I love sending texters. I am good at that. Maybe I could be assistant coach. <laughs> and then you can learn. Then you can teach me the OHP stuff <laughs> in my lunch break. That's part of that's part of what you got to learn. Nothing yeah. about rugby league or yeah, you know, exactly. making the team better. Oh, um, but I mean, I could I could feed Ricky some fucking excellent press excuses. stuff. Yeah. No, just excellent excellent material. Oh. Like we got we got a dog. I mean, that's amateur fucking hour. In it. Oh, I could I could I could send him send him out there with some shit that'd really get the fucking newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> they'd have to hold they'd have to hold the press conferences in the actual stadium just to get all the media in there. Like, give it a couple of weeks to really like catch fire, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, sorry, we're gonna have to take board. And just you know, you could just see on the news like the Canberra Raiders press conference today attracted nineteen thousand media representatives, the, the, all the hottest waiting, in, the hottest ticket in our nation's capital, <laughs> all waiting for what Ricky Stewart's ghostwriter had to say this week. Uh, sharks by thirty. No, but sharks win comfortable. Yes, thirty, thirty. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they get. Without Nico, that. yeah, I, said I don't. What I, said. I don't know about thirty. I said what I yeah. said. Okay. That's it, that's the games. Done. How about that? Eight out of eight again. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fucking easy. Get your tips and in. And look, we're yeah. just on an hour. There was no... So here's the thing. Oh, I was reading in a uh, medical journal about a uh, you know theory. Oh, Glennie, have you not heard about that theory? No, no, I can't. I haven't because I don't waste my time reading medical fucking journals. I've got a life to live. Um, you know, here's the thing. See, that's how we get time down. He, he's not reading any medical journals. Either, no, right? I know he's not, but he says he is. That's the thing. It's maybe all, like maybe Bill Simmons read a medical journal and said something about the, his podcast. It's all, <laughs> it's all part of the grift. 
<laughs> Ken Grifty Jr. Ah. But we're, I can make that the episode title. <laughs> we're, at, we're at an hour, and that's where we need to be. Exactly. It's, ama- it's amazing just the, the streamline where we don't have to listen to people fucking flogging off about the Panthers, right? I know. I'm just writing down Ken Grifty Jr. That's going to be the fucking title of the episode, Glennie. You nailed it right at the end. I was just Always. starting to think about what it was. Because I think there was some stuff, there was some gear at the start of the show that I could have probably leaned on, but I forgot what it was, didn't take any notes. So there we go. Ken Grifty Jr. Fucking amateur. And uh, don't forget, you can uh, head to the website, thisweekinleague.com forward slash links, and find links to get access to all of our social media communities. Jump in there, get involved. Um, uh, Patreon, uh, this uh patreon.com forward slash twill nation if you'd like to support the show at multiple different levels of support depending on uh, how much you love it and uh that's it hey i saw i saw today that um starting to get dark early it's getting earlier yeah so i've got like the you know the home automation and the uh, put the lights on in the lounge room at six yeah okay and uh and i noticed today it was fucking black up there i'm like well, I know it's not six yet because the light's not on, but uh, yeah, so I might have to fucking dial that back a little bit. But um, so, you know, that means hoodie weather. Yes. Coming up. I love and it. I have to, do the, have to fucking send the hoodies again, I think, and I'm liking an early start on it this year as well. As in and, to uh, some to Toowoomba? Yeah, and just some for people who want them to purchase. Sweet. And, uh, might be, and I think that this year we might be able to offer number of colors i love it for people based um, on the based on the, the green one we did last year that'll work across the number. My, did a couple, uh, my did a couple of pink ones last year too for the the daughters and the families yeah yeah and uh so i think we could uh throw out some more colors if people big uh big mental goal for me uh is to continue the bits and pieces i've been doing training wise and exercise wise through the guts of winter in Toowoomba. That's my goal. Generally, yeah. generally the uh, the Westy Bear likes to hibernate <laughs> a little bit in the Toowoomba winter. It's very difficult to. But, I mean, like you know, you're like okay, so like road works potentially out, but you can still go to the gym. Yeah, yeah, it's no different. And we've put a bit of time and investment in uh, in the gym at home, and uh, eventually, hopefully, later this year, I'll have my shed. I've just poured fucking. A squillion dollars worth of concrete, and uh, the next wave will be the uh, the shed. Yeah. So uh, I'll set the gym up, can expand on that even further, and yeah, get a fucking heater. <laughs> Train up there, it's going to be good. It's uh, touch footy training in the middle of winter. Whoa, that ain't. Yeah, uh, see, that's diff- that's a different thing. Yeah, that's fucking different. I, I fucking just get the cold air on my lungs. I really fucking struggle. So, Glenn, I'm just um, just thinking for this week for um, the member side. Mm-hmm. You're playing the doggies three o'clock New South Wales time. Mm-hmm. So what do you reckon about the chances? Doggies versus West Tigers. I love it. I love the idea. Sunday afternoon. I love the idea. Would have done it last Sunday, but um, you know. Yeah. Old note, no show. No show. I was out. No, you were you were always gonna be out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was. But um Ken didn't show up then either. Well, this time I'll be there. Senior. And you'll be there. Senior will come. How good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll be there. I'll look forward to it. All right. Only because I think it's going to be a fucking miraculous victory and it's going to shut people up for a week. It's um, so good. Hope so, because emotionally... But, you know, people still say, put the fucking microphone in front of your face and that free content where I love hearing the voice, but I tell people I don't, um, you know, just keep it coming, but keep the microphone in front of your face. Your fucking team better not hurt me again, though, because I still, I, I still scar, I'm still scarred from that fucking Cowboys game last year. Oh, that's where I was. I was riding you, can't home. Yeah, that was uh, riding it. That was a tough time. That was a tough time. It was. It was tough for all of us. I remember that I was angrier about it than you were. Yeah, for I was, like two weeks. I think I was, <laughs> just resigned to the fact that some bullshit <laughs> is going to take place. All right, yeah. Well, if we're doing if we're doing a, if we're doing a game companion for that one, then I'm yeah, Tigers, miraculous against the odds victory. Love it. Love where your heads at. All right. 
All right, so I'll lock it talk in. To you then. See ya. See ya. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.